Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Eat on anyone like that before. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming around the world at my Talk 1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not standing in the parking lot handing out quarters to people to get a card at Aldi, ladies and gentlemen. Don McLean. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. <laughs> Good morning, Steph Hansen. Good morning. Good morning to all of you on this Tuesday, December 3rd, 2019. Nine seconds away from 6.03. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. You woke up alive. Congratulations on that one. Welcome to National Day of Giving. Welcome to National Roof Over Your Head Day. Welcome to National World Trick Shot Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Don McLean, yes. how, how is ye coffee? My coffee is not as good as yesterday since it was no, Starbucks. You no. spoiled me with decaf Starbucks. Yeah. Pike Place. Uh, but it is the company swill. It's yep. decaf, and it can really trick you into thinking you're having real caffeine. Yeah. Yep. Is there a reason you don't? What? Have real caffeine? Um, I stopped it because of uh, I have bad sleeping habits. Okay. <laughs> and well, and it's helped her. Yeah, it does. It does help me get to sleep. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that great? I know. Because yeah, I'm over here mainlining. Mainlining. Oh, what are you having, Stephanie? Uh, some really dark. Whole Foods roast. Oh yeah, some organic business. Of course mm. you do. Do you have any? It's your organic do you have any Brussels? On. Yeah, she has her organic. She has her organic <laughs> business going. <laughs> Steph, do you have any? Do you have any corn niblet juice or uh, meat juice? Do you have any meat juice today? <laughs> I, what do you, what, what do you I have? I do have some meat juice, a little chicken broth, and I've added a little collagen. And a little protein to really... You you added Botox in there? (laughs) You're supposed to drink a certain amount of collagen for bone health. Oh. Oh, God, you're so... I sound like my mother. You're so healthy. I I love love that, though. I do, too. about my bone health at Mm -hmm. 6 a.m. You should. No, that's fantastic. How are your bones? Pretty good so far. Oh, that's good. Let me know if that changes. (laughs) How's everybody doing, Don? How you doing? I'm good. (laughs) Good, Really good. good. Yeah. Good. Uh, I almost called you Christy. Why does it almost. Uh, Christy is nowhere near Stephanie Hansen, but. Who the hell hey, Christy, is Christy? I have no idea. I, Don uh, kind of looks like she could be a Christy, though. Oh. 
You know how, do you have names like that people think you could be or that they tend to call you? Mm-hmm. No, yes, no, but I, I don't know. You're right, but I don't, you think Dawn looks like a Christie? Yeah, she could. Totally. Oh, she's so a Dawn to me. Like Christine McVie? <laughs> Christy McPhee? Christine McVee from oh. Fleetwood Mac. She's kind of oh. got that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. Oh, a little bit. Oh, that's, yeah, that's nice. Well, what do you, Dawn, let's look at Stephanie. What, yeah. what do we think Stephanie could be? Oh, gosh. Maybe a Kelly. Oh, yeah. I've gotten Valerie. Lisa. Lisa, okay. Valerie. Um, I see a Valerie. Maybe a Samantha. Boy. Oh, yeah. I would have, being a Samantha in my life would have been awesome. Why? My favorite camp counselor's name was Valerie. Oh, Ooh. Valerie's a cute name. Yeah. How very sweet. What are we doing? I this have is no great. idea. We digressed. <laughs> uh, we digressed. It's, it's early. People expect this nowadays. <laughs> hey, uh, Steph, now we usually do, we used to do this in the 5.30 half hour when we woke up that early, and, and we don't do that crap anymore. Uh, but now we moved it over here, and that's food talk. Uh, the, the top of show listeners always appreciate a dibble, a dabble of food talk. Uh, will you please, because once again, Steph was on my television show yesterday, and her segment is doing gangbusters on this, uh, on as the kids say, the socials, the social Great. medias. Um, Steph made these cookies, Dawn and my talkers. Simple. Would you characterize them as sugar cookies, Steph? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Simple sugar cookies, like idiot proof, and people are loving it. Ooh. Loving it. It's funny. I uh, I had a ton of people on Facebook that couldn't find the recipe, so I was sending it out to them. They're just on, you know how... Can you send it to me so I can put it inside the comment or inside the post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Just email it to me in the break or something. Um, yeah. Don, did your mom ever make, like, uh, rolled out cookies for the holidays that you decorated? Yes. And mm-hmm. have you ever tried to make them? Uh, no. Okay. Because they're hard. Uh, are you talking about just like a sugar cookie? Yeah, that, that you, you de- r- roll out with a rolling pin and then yeah. cut out with the shapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're hard to make? Well, See. it's not like they're hard, but they're fussy. And mm. to fussy. get them rolled out right, and then sometimes the dough's too dry and cracks. Oh. After you make the dough, you have to chill it so that you can roll it out. I have a, a marble like countertop, so that mm-hmm. makes it easier. But some people do it between parchment paper. It's just kind of a pain. It's a fiddly thing. Yeah, as they say on Great British Bake Off. It's a fiddly. That's right. It's a fiddly thing. And then you have to like decorate them with the frostings, and so a lot of people just think they take too much time. Right. I came across this recipe a couple of years ago because I was going to make cookies with my nieces. That is foolproof. Like. And there's no chilling of the dough. Oh. They roll out really beautifully. They taste good. They puff up nice or thinner, depending on how you do them. But like, if you have like a little kid with big paw hands that you know they're just sloppy children, yeah, it's perfect for Bear them. Children, yes, <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, I brought them to a cookie exchange a couple of years ago, and now the girls are like, "Are you bringing those cookies that you brought last year?" And the. It- so they're great to roll out, but then the other secret is to put a little bit of butter in the frosting. Mm. Yeah, oh, the, okay, don't discount yourself, uh, Hanson, <laughs> because Dawn, my yeah. talkers, the secret, as I say, the secret's in the sauce. The secret of these cookies is that damn icing. Because it wasn't too sweet. You know, Dawn, how like buttercream is like mm-hmm. gaggingly gross sweet. This icing, that it's the it's the thing. It's the thing. I mean, the cookie's good and it's easy to uh, mm-hmm. to work with. 
But the thing is that icing. So y'all make that icing that that Stephanie is going to tell you about. So yeah, it's, and it's people butter. were confused about that too because in the recipe the icing's like at the bottom, a separate recipe. It's all in one. Oh, I oh okay, see. okay. It's so, so good. It's so so good. I'll send it to me too because I'll get a thousand emails about. Oh what yeah, it is. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I love feeding Kendall yeah. on your show too, Jace, because she's so like loves everything. Kendall loves to eat. That's I know, my girl. And I love that about her. That's my girl. Yeah, she loves to eat. So I, I saw her sneaking in. I saw her coming from my left. I'm like, oh, here she comes to eat. That's my girl. <laughs> but yeah, they're so my talkers don't email Dawn. Uh, Steph will get that recipe <laughs> I'm gonna to put Dawn. It on our show links on our website. Show links, everybody. Yeah. But give Dawn a few minutes. She's doing 80 jobs. <laughs> she's, do, she's doing traffic. Uh-huh. She's up in a helicopter. <laughs> she's coming back down. She has yeah. to uh, do the show. Then she has to do podcasting. <laughs> then she has to take B. Arthur's car and to get an oil change. Oh, There's man. a lot going on. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. Did Donna Valentine ever make it back to the show yesterday? Yes, she did. Yes. She did. Yes. I didn't oh, really crap. get a chance to talk to her about uh, her flight delays, but... Uh... Yeah, she oh. was here. Of course, she's always here. She's a professional. Did she fly in like on a red eye? No, but no. Jason, you said she had several different yeah, delays. Yeah, she was in Jersey, and she kept having delays because of the weather stuff. All the oh, all the storms sure, coming sure. in and out. Yeah, so I guess her her flight to Jersey was messed up, like delayed, 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 and then her flight home was delayed, delayed, delayed. So it was it was a big old big old mess. So mm. I just wasn't sure if she made it uh, back in time. So we missed. She always do. does. Are you kidding? She it's does. Steve's the one who you have to worry about. See, I'm glad you said that and not me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're here. You don't know how close he cuts it sometimes. He drives. Oh, believe me. He lives so far away, though. Yeah. He does. Who like, is he? Ian Punnett? I always give Ian a hard time. <laughs> oh, remember, that was the best. He would remember, come in he hot. He would miss his own show. Well, he so would miss his in. own show. And he'd call in from the car. parking lot. Yeah, Paul tells me about that all the time. Yep. Engineer Paul Black was his And, and let's, let's keep in mind, Ian and Marjorie lived about... 40 steps from the building. They were super close. They were super close. Have I ever told you my morning drive story where I got stuck in my own driveway? No. No. Okay, let's hold on. Let's hold on. I want to hear this. Hey, Dawn, since we missed one yesterday, do you mind? Should we give something away right now? Yeah, let's do that. You know what I mean? Let's give. We never uh, give away for the six o'clock friends of the top. Oh, this is great. Yes. Okay. Um, It is a Flegals prize pack from Nutrisource. It includes a $25 Flegals gift card, a free bag of Nutrisource pet food, Nutrisource treats for dogs, and Wiley Wallaby licorice for the humans. Yeah, 651. Six four one one zero seven one. I haven't said that in a while. Is that right? Yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. I do that I, one time. I said my cell phone number. <laughs> Way to go! Oh call Stephanie. Call, call Stephanie if you have a now. if you have a record player to sell. She'll meet you in a parking lot. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I love that licorice. Get that prize oh, pack. Yeah. It's coming up on six thirteen when we come back. Stephanie's harrowing adventure of morning radio when we return. <laughs> It is 619. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything Lil John. Yeah! I'm Jace with Steph. <laughs> Don McClain. You and you. December 3rd. Okay, Steph, we were talking, joking around about um, uh, Ian. Ian and Marjorie, who mm-hmm. had this broadcast uh, before we did. 
That's back when it was respectable. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ian was known for basically missing his own show um, <laughs> several mornings, uh, which is so funny to me, considering they lived about uh, a quarter mile down the road. But anyway, be that as Esme Murphy, um, you had your own adventure, I hear. Did you fill in or what did you yeah, do? Were you, so oh, yeah, okay. It, Ian, he would, I filled in with him sometimes. And I don't know where Marjorie would be. It was when they had smaller kids. Because mm. I've worked here, I think, like, honestly, like 12 years. Yeah. Long and time. a long time. Welcome. So I, <laughs> Welcome, I think when they had small kids, I'd fill in with him, some, him sometimes. But when they would travel or go out of town, I would do the fill-in shift. And there was a morning where we'd had a big snowstorm. Yeah. And that's always hard as a morning mm-hmm. drive person. Jace, well, I was going to say you can relate to this. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you get up and you don't know how much snow there's been. You maybe have gotten plowed out. You maybe haven't. If you've gotten plowed out, sometimes the end of your driveway is full of snow that is impassable. Yeah. So I knew it had snowed. So I got up a little bit early and I got ready to go. And I get in my car and I open the garage door and I see like there's the what we'll call the berm because the plow has come by, but yeah? it's plowed in the end of the driveway. Oh. And like, I don't do shoveling well. <laughs> I feel like I don't do manual labor. It's a man's job, not my job. Oh, man. And I'm just totally <laughs> going to say that. Yeah, I love your honesty. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. I would sit in my house and Direct starve to death to Stephanie <laughs> yeah. before I would pick up a shovel and actually shovel. Uh-huh. I literally, it's just like, I don't do trash and I don't do shoveling. In any case, I look and I'm like, okay, oh, all right, I got to oh, get yeah. there. So I decide to start the car and I'm just going to go in reverse as fast as I can. <laughs> oh, to get over no. the hump. No, 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 no. So I'm like in the garage. Vroom, 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 vroom. Getting it ready. Oh my God. And Dawn, I put that baby in reverse and I'm like <sighs> skidding out of the garage. And my my garage was underneath my house. Yeah. So I'm like out of the garage and I get up over the berm. No. But then my car is teetering because <gasps> oh it's resting so... on the berm. So I can't get any traction to go backwards or forwards because the wheels aren't touching. Yeah, you're like Dukes of Hazard <laughs> on the cliff right now. I'm resting on the berm. <laughs> and it's, you know, five, That's actually ten a in the morning. From Steph's autobiography, too. <laughs> resting, resting on, on the, the berm. berm. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's, it's 510, so I'm like, oh, darn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I'm trying for like 10 minutes to I get mean, you out. You don't do shoveling, but you do it now. Well, no, she it didn't even to. occur to me to shovel. I was like panicking. So what did you think how you were going to get out? Chase, I just kept going <laughs> in the driveway. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. So I finally was like, oh, shoot. Okay, I've got to go wake up, Kurt. I need help. Yeah. So I get inside. I'm like, Kurt, I'm stuck in the driveway. <laughs> what the hell did he say? And he's what just what like, what? What did he do? What did Kurt I'm do? Like, I'm stuck in the driveway and I got to get to work. I need your help. So he gets on his man pants and his boots and he comes out. Man pants. With extra room for Like his... the pajama pants, okay. you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I call him his man pants. So he gets a shovel and he's trying and that doesn't work. And then he's like got some sand. But again, there's nothing to sand because I'm just literally teetering. So he has to make a ramp. With like some wood oh. we had in the garage. <laughs> what? <laughs> to get back. Oh my god. To give like the tires something to grip on. Yeah. So that I could get off the berm. <laughs> and oh, okay. So in the meantime, I have to call Paul Black, <laughs> who Paul. has just oh, poor no Paul. humor. You know, he's just like, he, I, yeah. he's like, yep. Like, I'm Paul. I'm uh, stuck in my driveway and my husband's helping me, but I think I might be late. He's like, that's fine. I'll just play music. Oh. I'm like, you're going to play music? He goes, yeah. Well, I, I can't talk to myself. Oh, and yeah, I'm like, man. well, you could call me like you do with Ian. And he goes, nope. Ooh. Just nope. Oh. So I was oh. like, oh, <laughs> okay. Nope. All right. I'm coming oh. as fast as I can. Finally, finally, Kurt manages to like MacGyver a ramp wow. that the car can like back down. And get me into the shoveled road. Oh, and I peel out and I get to the radio station. And I was literally like right literally on the dot as they started playing that Ian and Marjorie music. I got into my seat and I did the show. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, Kurt saved the day. Wow. Because who would have thought that you would have to make a ramp? (laughs) People that shovel when they know what happens if you try to not shovel. Oh, wow. Just... Hard oh, reverse. No. Steph or Rue. I know. Yeah. I know. It's he has saved the day on lots of those types of Stephanie adventures. Yeah. Wow. Why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> you know, yeah. it takes two. It does take two. It takes two. Yes. Uh my talk one oh seven one's seventy uh, first annual Santa Project presented by Park Dental. Bring a toy or gift to Southern Lights in Burnsville during Donna and Steve. Uh, this Friday, everybody, and my talk will get them to the Ronald McDonald House Charities. Uh, keyword Santa at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, Howard Stern goes off on Simon Cowell and find out why I'm loving Dwayne Wade and you should too next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. You've got your sunrise, you caught a prize, you, you're making your Johnson. Party nights, summer whites, you, your friends and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails, you, your kids and your Johnson. Saturday nights, 
distant lights You, your girl, and your Johnson You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show (laughs) Hey, we're right here Welcome back (laughs) This portion of Jason and Alexis in the morning is sponsored by me and your Johnson. It is a Tuesday, December 3rd, 2019. I'm Jason with Dawn and Stephanie Hansen. Steph will be here uh, throughout December, except for Mystery Date Fridays, where every Friday this month, and maybe we'll continue it into uh, January, but Mystery Date Friday will happen, where uh, we're going to get a knock on the door and we'll find out who... Uh, is our mystery date, uh, Dawn, and uh, my mystery date. Who will it be this Friday? Ooh, we don't know. Well, we actually, we do know this Friday. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so, Steph, we're glad to have you uh, through the month of December. Ho, ho, ho. Um, I'm not I a hoe. I was just going to say, it sounds like I was calling you a hoe, but I really wasn't. Uh, let's get caught up with the big stories of the day. Now the big deal. It's so big you wouldn't even believe it. This is huge news. What's so big about it? Everything. Part uh, three of the Gabrielle Union NBC AGT story. Howard Stern went back on the air yesterday. He was on, like a lot of us, on Thanksgiving break. And I knew he would have something to say about this scandal because he was on America's Got Talent for four seasons. So, And he hates Simon Cowell, like hates Simon Cowell with a burning, burning passion. Because in that Sony uh, email hack scandal from uh, several years ago, it was revealed that Simon, through emails that Simon was sending, I believe, NBC, Simon, who I think owns part of AGT. Yeah, he does. Basically said, get Stern out of there and let me replace him. He was was not basically... He was undermining Howard Stern uh, behind his back, uh, trying to get on that show. And Howard's like, hey, "Look, I don't care that much. You should have just told me leave." You know. Anyway, yeah. So he's, Howard thinks he's kind of a, a d bag, and from what I gather, he probably is. But anyway, so Howard was talking because if you guys don't know, if you just uh, maybe you just got back from vacation. Over this kind of exploded over the Thanksgiving holiday. Gabrielle Union and, and Julianne Huff were fired, or I, I like how they re, how the networks put it. Their contracts were not picked up. That means they were fired. <laughs> um, Julianne Huff and Gabrielle Union were fired from AGT after only one season, and we're like, okay, that's weird. But then it, come to find out, there's a little bit more to it. Gabrielle Union uh, has come out and said that she alleges that NBC. And the production companies ignored several complaints from her. Uh, one of them being an inappropriate joke from Jay Leno. I can't really say they ignored that one because, in all fairness, they did cut out the joke. Jay Leno made a joke about uh, dogs and um, a certain culture that likes dogs anyway, and whatever. They did cut that joke out. And then she complained that Simon Cowell would repeatedly smoke indoors. Uh, She also complained um, uh, about the fact that she was really, really criticized, as was Julianne Huff, about their appearance. appearance. For Gabrielle, she alleges that NBC or the production company 
uh, told her that her multiple hairstyles were, quote, too black for the AGT audience. So, and again, that's what she's alleging. Now, to, so there, now you're caught up. Well, Simon went on the air and said what I've been saying uh, since the beginning of this, and that is Gabrielle's problems, though very important, and if they weren't dealt with, very important, especially in this climate. But here's the bigger issue. Here's another issue. Why is it that the 50, 60-year-old men don't get revolve, don't get the revolving door out of that show, but the women are always the ones that are removed and replaced with younger models to keep the show fresh because that's the crap that Simon's peddling. Even now, he's saying, well, we, we, often, we often rotate judges to keep the show fresh. But what no one's kind of count, no one's, what, no one's really pressured him on or pressed him on is the fact that, yeah, you only rotate out the women. Yeah. Howie Mandel's been there since the, 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 the dawn right. of time. <laughs> and Stern was like, you can be old, fat, ugly, yeah. the ugliest, old, dis- most disgusting man on there, but you're going to keep your place. Yep. Just replace gonna- you with the hotter, younger version as far yes. as women go every year. And it's the story of just generally right. TV, radio, media, corporate America. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, that. Stephanie was fired and replaced by a gay guy, right, Steph? <laughs> this exact month. <laughs> Long ago, for those of you still keeping track. Steph, we should, you know what we should do? Normally, we celebrate the anniversary of Jason and Alexis uh, together. Oh, when is Lex it? Isn't, uh, December 21st, <laughs> yeah, this year, Steph. I'll be here. Let's, let's celebrate. Let's call it Steph Got Fired Day. <laughs> we should celebrate. Oh, my God. So evil. Oh, God. Steph got fired today. Yeah, that was the day. Actually, I was told that day, I think the exact words were, we don't want to fire you. We just don't know what you'll do. Because Jason doesn't want you as his partner. (laughs) And we've just hired him. Oh, my God. That was, I think, the specific way, but B. Arthur could... And I was like, ah, okay. Uh, well, uh, all right. My talk, everything she's saying is sadly the truth. True. Oh, no. I can't, I can't deny it. I was just hired to do a week. Fox finally agreed to let me do it. And by full- finally, that meant I had been doing a show for six weeks by myself with no partner while he was getting negotiated with, unbeknownst to me. Yeah. So, yeah, well, no, but they have been negotiating with Fox for two years. Okay, well, to try to get me to do a show, uh, to allow me to do a show. So finally, finally, they agreed, and uh, yeah, and they came to me, and I didn't know Steph at the time. Just like Lori and Julia, Stephanie scared the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm just telling you. I remember. I know my point. I know how I felt back then. You. Scared me to death. And I think I, didn't I know. am scary because people well, don't know are. what to expect. You scared my husband when you when you first met him, but because <laughs> I was like you. man candying him, I was like, oh, Colin. Yeah, but uh, but you scared me, and it's Stephanie's not wrong. They came to me and they they said, hey, uh, we have this handsome leftover. 
uh, yeah, I said, let's do a show. We'll give you a show. And who would you like as the producer? And I had been doing, as Dawn was giving I had been doing a show with uh, uh, Meredith from Stephanie's show and Alexis. And I had bonded with Alexis. And she was a really good producer. And I said, I, I know her. She doesn't scare me the way Hanson does. I'll, I want Alexis. And bada boom, bada bing. Uh, Steph was in, on the unemployment line. But and, uh, to be fair, I wouldn't have had my food show had that have not happened because they oh, said, what do you want to do? And I was like, yeah. well, I really like food. Could I have a food show? <laughs> yeah. They were like, sure. See? Who do you want as your partner? And I was like, well, there's this girl named Stephanie March and I had her on the air with me once for like 10 minutes, but she was really fun. Great. Why don't you ask her? See? They just wanted to get me out of the office. Oh my! <laughs> it all, it all worked out, and you're not lying there either. Nope. Let's just let's just get her. Uh, like just, just get her, her a Saturday get show. Her, Nobody listens on Saturday. It's fine. Get It'll be done in here. a year. Yeah. I read oh, something good. recently that really opened my eyes. No matter how nice you are, you have to accept that you are the villain in someone else's story, and you can't change that. Oh, you're Don. You're right. You know what that's called, too? Like, on every radio show, and I think B. Arthur told me this, too, there needs to be the dick and the deer. Yeah. And it's not always obvious. So, like, in your show, obviously, Alexis is the deer. Yeah. Which makes Jason the the dick. I'm the moron, yeah. And then in Lori and Julia's, uh, Julia's the deer, and Lori's the dick. But, like, it can change. So, I'm usually the dick in most cases, but in my show, actually, Stephanie is the dick, and I'm the deer, okay. which is let's, weird. Let's let's change that word. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. if I'm supposed to The Richard? I, I, I think <laughs> we're I supposed, supposed to, to yeah. dump that, but... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay. All right. The yeah. Richard. Okay. Yeah, the Richard. But yeah, uh, you're right, and that's why on this show... Dawn is the voice of reason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alexis, you yeah. are, and yeah. you really are. Uh, Alexis is Bambi. And you're the Richard. And I'm the Richard. I, I, I'm i irritable, and I'm the grump, and and all of that stuff. But, yeah. Uh, Dawn, I love that, though. Mm-hmm. There's all, you're, you're the villain in some, yeah. yeah. Which oddly I, brings us back to... Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. No, it does. It truly he is. He he is the villain. Well, don't when you, you think sh- he kind of got rid of Paula Abdul too for the same reason? Uh, no, I on American maybe. Idol long yeah, ago. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because who yeah, replaced possibly. Paula Idol or Paula Abdul? Uh, the writer, um, songwriter. Yes, she only lasted a couple years, but yeah. she was hotter. She was a hotter, younger mm. version of Paula Abdul. Yeah. Remember Gosh, her? Yeah, I don't remember who that Cara was. Cara Diaguardio. Cara Diaguardi, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I eventually it was Ellen. Yep. And then she lasted one year because she didn't like being mean. Speaking of Ellen, let's take a break. When we come back, there another thing that was popping over Thanksgiving, a really awkward interview with Ellen and Fifty Shades of Grey Girl. Um, <gasps> oh, Dakota Johnson? Yeah, yeah. this was so... This translates well over audio, though the visual is equally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Wait till you hear this when we return. One of my favorite songs. My favorite holiday songs, I should say. Welcome back. It's the great Johnny Mathis with It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Mike Talk 1071. 
and streaming around the world at mytalkworld71.com. I'm Jace with Dawn and Stephanie Hansen. Did your mom like Johnny Mathis? Did my mother? Yeah. Like, how I don't did think you? My, I don't think my mother gave him much thought, but oh, my a, grandmother did. Yeah, we had a Johnny Mathis 8-track. Oh, seriously? Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. And I remember just like, who is this smooth-voiced man as a little kid? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah, I... I I just liked him. Well, my grandmother, so she loved him. Yeah, just, he was a big deal in the day. Yeah. Well, he also did the theme song to Family Ties. So with Denise Williams, who sings my favorite theme okay, song. I've never my song. made that connection before. Yeah. That's epic. Yes, yeah. he did. They called him the uh, voice of the 50s. He was the master of the velvet vibrato. Oh, isn't that wow. awesome? That is fit. I love the way that you said that. I don't Do you even... wonder like what your bio is going to say? Oh, um, no. You mean no. my... my uh... Like your Wikipedia or when someone's like Googling you after the fact. Oh, no. Oh, I don't want to know. The oh, filterless, I'm Filterless wonder? Is Maybe. that you? Maybe. That, the guy who loved Dallas. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's a little a good too one. much. Yeah. The man who immortalized the biscuit. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that one. Don would be uh, the paranormal expert. Oh. I love that about you. Or you? Saddle Tramp. Yeah. Oh, I don't saddle. think I know what that means. Oh, I'll, he we'll tells tell you me later. Saddle Tramp sometimes because it's from Dallas. The dream. Oh, I do now. I know, Jace. The Dreamweaver segment yesterday, where you were analyzing people's dreams. Yeah, yeah. That was just like, whoa! What is happening? I know. I know. <laughs> She's good. Yeah, totally. Six fifty is the time. Uh, you know what else is good? Awkward interviews. Uh, Ellen had an awkward interview over the Thanksgiving holiday with Dakota Johnson. She's obviously from uh, uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey movie, but uh, she's also doing a movie with Shia LaBeouf. And uh, the peanut butter falcon is what she was here promoting. And things got very awkward. Now, this isn't a joke. When you hear this, this isn't like a bit. This is true awkwardness happening when Ellen mentions uh, Dakota's birthday. And I think I got it right about the right place here. Take a listen to how awkward this gets. I didn't even know you liked me. <laughs> oh, here we go. Invited to a party. Well, I didn't even know you. Oh, here we oh, go. And you were invited. Oh, here we go. Birthday. When was your birthday? It was October 4th. October 4th. You turned 30. I did. And um, how was the party? I wasn't invited. Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Last year, no, last time I was on the show, last year, you gave me a bunch of about not inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who doesn't want to be invited to a party? Well, I didn't even know you liked me. <laughs> of course I like you. You knew I liked you. You've been on the show many times, and, and don't I show like? <laughs> yeah. But I did invite you, and you didn't come. So This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. <laughs> Ask Jonathan, your producer. Who okay. said you were? I yeah, was invited? Right Why didn't I go? I don't know. Was it... Was it, it oh, yeah, I had that thing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it was probably in Malibu. That's too far for me to go to. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. No, I think I do remember I was invited. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, no. It was so uncomfortable. Like, my butthole hurts. Well, good I was, for her for calling her out on it. I know. Well, and the irony, the, the strangeness gets even stranger because the birthday party was the same day that Ellen was at that football game sitting next to George W. Bush that got all of that controversy. Oh. <laughs> so she was publicly out somewhere else. So she was publicly out somewhere. That's where she was, according to stories. Oh, no. So, oh. You know what's weird, though? Like, do you think... I mean, does Ellen keep her own calendar? I don't know. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. She probably has people for that. No, she does have people for that. Because I remember when Letterman retired and Oprah said the same thing because Oprah was on Letterman. And she said the weirdest thing about not having a show every day when you're on that level is you have to. I mean, people make phone calls for you, for heaven's sake. Dave was joking that he didn't even know how to use the phone system in his office. and And everything is controlled for you. Not that this is an excuse for Ellen, but I'm just saying you're right. I, she doesn't manage her own schedule. She has no idea. There's somebody telling her where she needs to be at different times of the day. I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like that? No, no I, I would. Think so. If anyone wants to volunteer, I'll take an assistant today. I mean, I would like someone to make phone calls for me, which because I hate it. So I would much. like someone to manage my life. Yeah. And like, I go here, do this. Yes, you did have someone, Jace. I, over the summer, and it was glorious, Q, my assistant over the summer, um, he was great because he handled social media um, for me with, you know, the various things. And now you would have a lot of fun because yet another one. But um, no, and it was delightful. And I did it primarily just because of morons on social media. And I say morons, I mean bigots and homophobes and all that. I, I you just decided needed a break. To, I needed to insulate myself. I needed to mentally take care of myself. So I stopped reading. I had them filtered. Uh, and then the good ones sent to me. I can't. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I just, I didn't need, there's no reason to put that. I have no more bandwidth for that. I can't, I don't have any room for that. And I don't, I, there's, I get no benefit from ingesting homophobia and bigotry i so yeah and it was delightful it was a great four months and then unfortunately i had to go back to school damn higher education (laughs) but anyway my one of my old program directors said something to me once that i really took forward with me that uh she's like every 15 minutes you're filling a stadium full of people and every 15 minutes those people are filtering out with new people that's how many people listen to your show why yeah, are you going to let that. one person who yep. has a dumb sign standing up, who's probably going to get kicked out of the game anyway, to affect you when everyone yep. else is cheering? I love that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to think about that. That's a really huh. interesting and powerful analogy. Yes, that mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I mean, think about filling a stadium. That's truly yeah. what we do every 15 minutes. Hi, stadium. Hi, stadium. Hi, <laughs> stadium. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> The 67th Annual Santa Projects happening right now, presented by Park Dental. Bring a toy or gift to Wyzetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa during Don and Steve on Tuesday. My talk will get it to the Ronald McDonald House. We're going to take a break. More hilarity. Stadium when we return.